Welcome to Hashtag All Podcast Matter presents Just a regular ass movie review We saw Uncle Drew Uncle Drew, because black comedies matter They do, they do and, um, I just want to say up top, even though I don't like this movie I hope it does well, because I want to see the return of Space Jam-esque basketball athlete films You see, but you say Space Jam As soon as LeBron As soon as LeBron makes his decision Which is probably going to be on 4th of July uh, They're dropping the Space Jam 2 uh, trailer <laughs> People have been saying that for years. No, 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 no. But I feel like it can't be LeBron at this point, though. It can't be. No, I mean, not that he isn't like... It's the, already done. He's Not that he isn't like the biggest player in the world, but it's just that he like he lost so many finals. Do you think it would still be him? The movie's not... The movie's already done. No, That's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> They're dropping the trailer. Nigga. The shit's coming out. It's done. It's not going to be like Durant Space Jam? Durant Jam? No. You think I'm playing. The movie's done. Curry Jam? The movie's done. They're just going to drop the trailer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, Uncle Drew, if you don't know, Uncle Drew was some commercials where um, the Kyrie Ky- Irving yeah. dressed yeah. up in Old Face, which is racist. <laughs> <laughs> old Face and went schooled some people, and then it became like a little urban legend of Uncle Drew and stuff like that. And so somebody said, you're not busy. Let's make a movie. Um, but I liked it because it had a lot of social commentary about how we treat uh, the elderly in America. No, I didn't have all that. Oh, you're right. It didn't. Go visit your old folks in your old folks' home, though. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, it had a lot of social commentary that my favorite part of the movie was, and I thought, Drew said it was Nate Robinson says, you don't get old. You don't get old because you stop playing. You stop. Wait, no. You don't get you don't stop playing because you get old. You get old because you stop playing, which I, is the realest shit in the world. It is. I shed a single tear. Bro, like, and it's not anything about basketball is, motherfucker, you get out of shape because <laughs> you got to get out of shape, all right? You get old and out of shape. Stop. Play basketball more. Keep living your life. Even if you're trashed by basketball, play basketball. All the stars are golden. Is yeah. what no, he's on a joke. I'm dead serious. If you're trashed at basketball, pick up basketball, play basketball. That is the easiest way to get in shape. If you're trash, be trash. Like, look here. Just tell um, the guy that wants to be the uh, rec league legend. Like, look here, look here, Thomas. I don't give a fuck about your triple double in a rec league championship game. All right, nigga, you weren't good. I saw your tapes at fucking when you went to UC San Diego. All right, you're trash. <laughs> yes, you were the man in high school. Okay, you're six foot five. All right, but I'm here to get in shape. All right, I'll pass the rock. I'll shoot it every once in a while. All right, but I'll get rebounds and pass the rock. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, so Uncle Drew. Um, this film is brought to you by Pepsi, mm-hmm. just just so you know. Yeah. As it started from from a Sprite commercial, but I kind of forgot briefly, and, and this movie reminded me immediately. Right. Um, <laughs> it starts with like a montage of like some NBA greats tell, telling us about the legend that was Uncle Drew. Yeah, uh, he once beat a team, the Destroyers, with his left with only his left hand. He's right handed, and the other hand holding a ham sandwich with mayo. Yes. Uh, briefly, can we touch upon the fact that? There was an urban legend started with Undercover Brother that black people don't like mayo. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't really seen this confirmed in real life, no. though. No. What the fuck is it like? It's, it's bread lubricant. What the fuck? What would you go put on a sandwich? I say like saying black people don't like sandwiches. Some black person made something that we don't like, and it's like, and people ran with that shit. Okay, because I was always confused by that. Now, I don't like watermelon because, okay, it's not that I don't like watermelon. <laughs> Nigga, this shit, I is, like, this shit is bottom tier melon, first of all. I, I mean, I'll eat it, but I don't eat it in front of white people just because I don't eat bananas in front of white people. And bananas is my favorite fucking fruit. Um, but I hate watermelon favorite things. I'll eat a watermelon, but I will not eat anything watermelon flavored. And people thought I was weird. I was like, because watermelon flavored is the worst out of everything. Shit. Watermelon flavored Skittles, now laters. Now laters, y'all don't know about that. Uh, Starburst, I, vodka. Hate watermelon flavored vodka. Watermelon flavored soda. Anything watermelon flavored, I'll punch in your goddamn face. I'll give you that shit. <laughs> never have, never will. Yeah. Now, if you give me some watermelon infused water, that shit's fire. Again. <laughs> I'm weird. Leave me alone. No, no, you're not. I agree to all those things, actually. We never talked about it before, but we're on the same page. Um, there's uh, a Twitter t- tweet going around that a picture of 21 Savage dribbling basketball, and they said that's the NBA logo. That joke comes from this movie. Where Jerry West said Uncle Drew was the NBA logo. They just shaved off his afro. Which is mildly amusing. 
It was funny. You, 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 I, I no, don't. No, don't worry. Don't worry. I actually did laugh during this movie. Just, just for the record. Yeah, I just, I would be annoyed by your cynicism in this movie. <laughs> this movie was funny. It was simply, simply just to make make a stupid movie, and it was fun. I like Little Real Harry. Yeah, and he was not my favorite part of the movie. That that's that's okay. Yeah, you also like uh, Hannibal Burrs. So I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> But you can't take goofy. You can't. You can't do nothing with six foot five motherfuckers in old face being goofy as shit. Um, I'll talk about it later. Yeah. Um. So basically, after after this uh, hilarious montage of the legend of Uncle Drew and where he's been in the past few years, um, we meet the rivalry between Dax, who is little little Rose character, and the other guy, Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll. Uh, some M. What, what was his name? Anyway, I'm gonna call him Mark. Yeah, that was something different than that one. Anyway, so um, they enter the uh, Lil Rail is going to coach a team in the Rucker, and he has Mookie, Aaron. Mookie. Mookie. No, it wasn't that. No, really, I looked it up just now. Okay, so uh, Lil Rail character has Aaron Gordon esque Aaron Gordon, NBA player. <laughs> um, and he's a shoe in to win the Rucker. This guy's dunk. Um, but he, we, see, we see him, which they didn't really coach. They really didn't go back to like it was supposed to be a big point. He wanted uh, the whole team to re-ran through the Aaron Gordon character, and that's really not how basketball is supposed to be played. One person and shit like that, and enters the villain antagonist Mookie. I shouldn't think this much about it, but they never really showed how Lil Rel was a good coach at all, Mm-mm. or any growth except for he took a shot. Yeah, he's just <clears throat> like, well, you're the biggest player, so we should all just run it through you the whole mm-hmm. time. So, uh, Mookie comes in and he brings up the time uh, he blocked a shot in the finals, and uh, and Mookie is a seven or eight time winner champion at the Rucka for coaching the Rucka a Rucka team, and so blah blah blah. They have some back and forth, and and he's he's sad, and this is where we see like a flashback of him uh, him being little rail. Growing up in an orphanage. Growing up in an orphanage, and like how he loved basketball, and that, and that how and how that was his only, his only hopes and dreams. And I guess he stopped growing at one point. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, he missed a shot. We got a shot blocked, and then everyone left him in life. So he never really had good people and shit like that. And that would traumatize a kid, also. Yeah. Fine. Kind of, yeah, <laughs> Motivation. Yeah, 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 it would. Uh, and then he wakes up, and we meet Tiffany Haddish, his his love interest, mm-hmm. for the first part of the film. Yeah. And she's Tiffany Haddish. She ready? Boom, boom, boom. You know. And I hope you you brought up an interesting point before we started recording. You're wondering what she does for a living because they seem pretty okay. Yeah, because they're he, also in New York. <laughs> they're in New York. They have a pretty nice apartment. They have some pretty nice things because mm-hmm. he he works at Foot Locker. Yeah, for product placement, of course. Yeah, and she buys Gucci stuff and everything like that. And he lets her know we ain't got Gucci money, but I'm, she I'm pays like, all the bills. I'm like, what? He's a, but he's not paying any for any anything in the house. Yeah. yeah. So the, the dynamic was. Hmm. She liked she was spending his money, but anyway. <laughs> so she uh, actually, she obviously she has a good playing job. She might be a nurse or something like that. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, physical uh, recovery assistant, something. She makes good monies. Anyway, um, so Little Rail's worried at this point that that his star, his star player, what is what's his name, White Chocolate? Yeah, Casper. Casper, that he's worried he might leave the team, so he has to kind of persuade him by buying him shoes mm-hmm. and like uh, this kind of bankrupts him. Uh, so he has to buy the new Space Jam Jordans for the whole team, and that's like somebody eight hundred dollars. And then Tiffany Hatch has to pay pay the money because he has no money because you know. And then she sports half of the winnings, which is actually a legally binding deal. So he probably did have to. Yeah, she didn't really come up with that. I mean, she did. I mean, she paid and invested. They probably mm-hmm. got to go to people's quarters, some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I would have got that money back. That was the thing. And she has a witness. She actually <laughs> told him she has a witness. <laughs> he would have to cast her out. Uh, cut to uh, barbershop. Oh shit! It's uh, T.C. Carson, the mm-hmm. form, the former God of War. And oh uh, yeah, that was him. Uh, and uh, living single alum, Jay Smooth. Uh huh. And uh, Mike Epps. We have a bootleg barbershop movie. Which oh, she. Well, no, 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 no. Which you, 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 know, you jumped ahead. You jumped ahead. We ain't the barber shop yet. So anyway, um, so he buys the shoes and everything like that. Something happens, and he cuts back, and he comes to practice, blowing the whistle, and everybody looks at him crazy because Mookie stole his team. 
So now he doesn't have a team, and he's trying to get the shoes back because I would get those goddamn shoes back too. That's eight hundred dollars and shit like that. Eight hundred and thirty-two dollars mm-hmm. of his girlfriend's money. And so when he gets back and he tells his girlfriend Tiffany Haddish that he lost some money, she kicks him to the curb because he don't pay no he don't pay no bills, and that's all her stuff. And so she kicks him out with a garbage pan of his clothes, garbage bag of his clothes. This nigga really like where was you spending money on if you didn't pay no bills? And you only left with a garbage bag full of clothes. One small garbage bag full of clothes. The You're right. The financial situation doesn't really check out because mm-hmm. she seems to be really banking on the fact that he was going to win the Rucker mm-hmm. and sort of get them out of financial bind. Mm-hmm. However, things to be seem, seem to be pretty okay mm-hmm. if she can make it without him. Mm-hmm. He's, but he still gets a paycheck. Where does that money go to? That's my yeah, thing. Yeah. Because he did say that he paid the water bill once. Yeah. But it's like... And he buys Taco Tuesdays. I guess he does buy her clothes or some shit like that. Maybe. But nothing, apparently it's nothing crucial. Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway, so, so, so then we go to the barbershop. Yeah, so he has no place to go and he ends up in the barbershop. And I shouldn't say bootleg barbershop. It actually reminds me more of coming to America. Mm-hmm. It was just Black Barbershop USA. But this I thought this movie, like, they had some leftover um, old people makeup. So they decided to use it on JB Smooth and, and, uh, and Mike Epps. Uh, well, one of them had to be. Well, they had to be old enough to remember the legend of Uncle Drew. This is true. Yeah. And I guess they're all comedians. But those two. All right, shut up. You're, you're nitpicking now. All right. And so they start. They, they, it's called jokes. Nitpicking. This is what we do. No, here. no, no, no. This you're very thing, nitpicky this is, this of this movie. This is the thing that we do. You're very nitpicky I of this to, movie. I have to tell jokes. This no, is the thing. Very nitpicky. This, 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 this is a job. All right. So. He lets it know, and the toll the the barbershop's ripping on him for getting kicked out with a girl's friend garbage bag full of with his girlfriend. Couldn't say any words. <laughs> <laughs> and so JB Smooth brings up Uncle Drew, and nobody believes Uncle Drew was a thing because even though they're all old, no one believes that this man actually did. They called him Bigfootish, and so he was like, "You need to go find Uncle Drew, and he'll play in the Rucker and blah blah blah." And so Lil Rail was like, "I need a team." And we get a cameo from the biggest boss we've seen thus far. For oh, yeah. So Rick Ross was in there for some reason. Yeah, he's, he said a line, and that was pretty much it. And I'm, I'm pretty sure he was as Rick Ross, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was just someone else. He had uh, his own barbershop apron like that said RR, and he was sitting in a chair not getting cut. Yeah. But he was just talking about, you know, Uncle Drew and stuff like that. And it was like, wait, why are you here? I think he's just like, can, can, I, can I be in this? Yeah. Uh, I mean, all right. Like Superfly, like which we probably should see. Well, when it comes on a video, yeah, or bootleg, yeah. There's some when when I see it on uh, Spank Bank, I'll give it to you. <laughs> That's where I get Todd. That's where I get all my bootlegs from. Todd, Todd. Uh, and Incredible was out was out on it. And I didn't want to see it again. Deadpool two was out and it was a good quality. I still don't want to see it again. I'm not ready for Deadpool two again. Now, if they show that good quality uh, Infinity, Infinity War, War, that's going to be a different story. <laughs> yeah. I've seen the bad quality Infinity War. Uh, Cole saw Inf- Incredibles 2 mm-hmm. before he saw the first Incredibles. That's your fault. You're a bad parent. No, he saw it at the movies. And they're supposed to be watching another movie, but they played the wrong movie. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know how to feel about it. I'm just like, you, 14 years, I waited for this, and you just saw it. Mm-hmm. You waited no time in your life. So it's just he had a whole two years for you to show him that movie. <laughs> no, he's he's seen it. He doesn't remember. Yeah, well, of course he doesn't because he's three. <laughs> he's four years old. Oh. <laughs> hey, sometimes I forget about ages. And shit it, like it, that. It's okay. It's okay. Um. So anyway, Dax finally meets up with Uncle Drew. He finds him at a playground. Oh no no no! So first, Dax goes through every playground in the Lower East Side, Harlem, and all that good stuff, and he's trying to get people. And people don't want to play on his team for some reason. Like, he's some kind of trash. But I think people would just – like, these are people that – everybody else has a team. The Rutgers four or five days away, and everybody else has a team. And he goes up to the guys that are supposed to be street ball – good street ballers, and they didn't want to play on his team like they were already on some other team. And I think they would have played on his team. I feel like they would because there's a lot – there's big money on the line. So why wouldn't you want to play? And he notably before had a good team together. Mm Mm-hmm. So apparently he's not trash. Yeah, he obviously he can coach, and he got Aaron Gordon. I mean, Casper on his team for some reason. So why people was like dogging him? I'm like, people would just want to play in the Rucker. I'm pretty sure. I'm trash that I don't want to play in the Rucker. I know. I play in the Rucker. I've heard so many raps about it. Yes. And when you're not, when you're any other time, you know, might get knocked down at the Rucker, but not this time. Yeah, not this time. 
And so he's chilling at, he's still scouting talent. So he sees this one buff midget with, uh, with handles and stuff like that. And you, he sees, a, hears an old voice in the crowd saying, this boy got all million dollar moves and can't make a shot, which was true. And that's, he was like, that's the wrong with the game today. And I was like, that is definitely what's wrong with the game. Everybody can dribble, but can't finish. Man, I see this shit in school a lot. <laughs> and so the guys on the court here, I was like, what you going to do, old man? And he was like, blah, blah, blah. And then the wager was, if I win, I'll never come back, Uncle Drew. And if, I, if you win, you got to start playing the game the right way. Teamwork and stuff like that. Message of the movie. Which he never really taught him, but he just no. kind of left. You know, he was like, you know, you're going to have to YouTube some shit. <laughs> and so he lets him up by two points, and then Uncle Drew schools the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Wearing a wearing a fly Nike uh, jumpsuit. Yeah. This also this movie was sponsored by Nike. Because <laughs> he he switches between that and like two or three other colorways. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna buy that. Yeah. Okay. Right. So uh, he goes gone, and it was like, oh, shit. he gets schooled, and it was like, oh shit, Uncle Drew, Uncle Drew. So everybody knows who Uncle Drew is, but he's also a myth. Yeah, he's like uh, the Batman, basically. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he is. We're like, we're like, I think he's real, but he's not. Even though lots of people see him all the time. He comes out in daytime. Yeah. Um, Except for that part. So, Rail runs up on him, and he's automatically convinced that this old man can beat everybody at the Rucker. Oh, no, he's pretty convinced. Now that he knows that he's real, mm-hmm. and he saw him beat a younger person, mm-hmm. he's like, this is going to be totally fine. It's my only shot anyway. I might as well, I might as well try it. Yeah. So, he coaxes him into playing again. Because for the love of the game. Yeah, and then he's talking about you can teach the old school, the new school. And then they didn't show the end credit movie of him opening up STEM programs in the hood. Trying to teach, <laughs> open, up, open up clinics and shit like that. He, he didn't Black Panther the end of the movie. No, right? no Which they should have. Him open up, you know, teaching clinics about dribbling and passing and shit like that and the love of the game. Um, Uncle Drew agrees, but only on one condition that he can get his old team back together. And Little, Little Rail is reluctant, but he was like, well, bye. And so now this is a road trip movie. And I wasn't aware at all this was a road trip movie. They hid this from us totally in the trailers. (laughs) I'm like, you son of a bitch. Yes. The road trip movie. I kind of wish there was a little bit more basketball. It's I feel like this is like karate kid. Mm -hmm. Like we don't really get that much karate. I want a little more basketball. We get it then. All right, look here. It's a road trip comedy, all right. Okay, all right, all right. Uh the first person on the list is uh No, first he was like, We gotta go to Chocolate City. Which one of the greatest nicknames ever? <laughs> and I know I, I knew that was DC, but I always forget that's the name of DC, Chocolate mm-hmm, City. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a little back and forth about music and rules, but uh, he plays Eiley Brothers in between the sheets, and Lil Rel think it's big. I love when you call me Big Papa, and so hippity hop and stuff like that. All right, now we can go. Which I thought was kind of funny because it's not like like we don't know who the Eiley Brothers are, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure old people know because it's been like 30 years. Since that song came out, um, the conversation he was having with Lil Rail, first of all, I don't know who they trying to fool that Lil Rail is some twenty year old something. <laughs> Lil Rail older than me. Like, <laughs> if Lil Rail's younger than me by two more years, I'd be fucking shocked. Because I know black don't crack, but black gets to a certain age where you look thirty and you might look like twenty five, or you know, that's for some of us. Some of us, like dark skin brothers, mm-hmm. it's like I was 16 and I looked like 25. When I was 20, I looked 30. <laughs> and I'm going to be 30 until like 50. <laughs> and then I'm going to be like 50 and then to be 50 for the rest of my life. I'm pretty curious now. I have to actually have to look it up. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that conversation of like more of our, our old people telling us, oh, boy, you don't know nothing about this. They had the whole, you don't know nothing about this. And I was like, actually, no. I do actually prefer older music towards new music. I think the 90s was very was the golden age of it, but also 2000 was really good rap music and shit like that. And I would still argue music is fantastic today. Just have to have your ears and eyes open to new things. Yes, there's a lot of shit we don't. Even like the music I know I don't like, I know that's a there's that that's a lane for somebody, but I don't like how people say lyricism is dead when no lyricism on the radio is pretty much dead. Yes, yes. But there's a whole thing called SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. And iTunes. I know your favorite, your favorite rapper might be recording album in the basement right now. Yeah, or R and B singer. Which my favorite which rapper had a Jerry curl in the two thousands. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> neighborhood nips neighborhood nip Jerry curl. Am I right? Oh, he put on a fantastic show by the yeah. way. Yeah, I just want to say again, I'm too old for these shows now. I just realized that shit because it took an hour thirty minutes to get on. And I was like, mm, 
Sorry, I have to be at work in the morning. Man, I'm telling you, you consider yourself lucky. Sometimes it takes two and a half hours. That's like, goddamn. Um, and, and to answer your question, he's 38 years old, so you're right. Exactly. So, yes. This nigga down there 40, so yes, like, he knows about all that movie. I'm like, wait, he was alive. He was, he was listening to Isaac Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> His parents were playing that shit. Exactly. Somebody was playing it. Another was playing that in Orange. Mm-hmm. And he watching. No, and, and like think of the game he was watching as a young child. He wasn't watching Shaq and Kobe. No, he, no. He was watching uh, Jordan and Barry. So this nigga's actually old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway. So anyway, they go to Chocolate City to meet a uh, preacher who was the first person on the list mm-hmm. who was played infamous, infamously by... Uh, Chris Webber. Chris Webber. Uh, and then you see Lisa Leslie. Uh, everybody, like, people were like, oh, that's Chris Webber, that's Chris Webber. Nobody noticed that was Lisa Leslie in the background. I was like, all right, Okay. And so there's a, a funny scene about him praising the Lord and using basketball references. Uh, he was about to baptize which, which, the baby. Which, just for the record, I actually thought it was funny. It was funny. <laughs> so he's baptized, about to baptize the baby, and he put the baby behind his back. This is the scene you've seen. And you see Lil Rel get up and say his speech. Um, and, and he made a real point. He's like, no, you don't baptize the baby. You christen the baby. And the parents are like, oh. He's actually right. Let me take the baby. And so because he took away one baptism, he had to be baptized. Little Rail had to take the place of the baptism. And he dunks that motherfucker hella times in the water and shit like that. So Uncle Drew basically meets with Preacher and he's like, listen, man, I'm putting the team together for one last go around. At the Rucker. At the Rucker. Rucker. Because <laughs> he's old. Um, and he agrees because, you know, he, lo- he loves the game, but he knows his wife is going to have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. And so Uncle Drew is a wise old sage, and, and even though he's Betty Lou said no, they had a, a scripture off. Betty Lou's wife, uh, Lisa Leslie. And so she says no, and he's like, looks like I can't go. And so Uncle Drew's waiting outside, and he's like, don't worry, he'll be here. He's like, how are you sure? And so he jumps in the car and says, let's go. And then Betty Lou starts chasing him and shit like that. They have a car chase scene. A super wacky car chase scene, mm-hmm. which which may happen one or two times. Yeah. May, maybe three, but, hey. but I lost count. See? nitpicky and so <laughs> Bay Lou was coming out with a bat and about to hit the car and Uncle Drew was like mm, you're not gonna hit my car so he runs a red light and then they get to they get away they and, get they get away and, and during this uh, drive sequence they make a reference to get out and I'm like oh that was a good movie <laughs> um, then we meet Reggie Miller who's like shooting shooting basketball at, at, at an arcade machine and well, they go to an old folks' home, and they was like, well, we're looking for songs to sell lights. And it was like, oh, he's across the street getting the shot, shots up at arcade, which I doubt I would ever see a, a, a fresh-ass arcade like that right next to an old folks' home. It seems like. <laughs> I feel like they would always be there. That's a place to be, man. That's a dope-ass arcade. But I'm saying, would you put your arcade right next to old folks' home? Like, I'm like, that's not the clientele you want. I'd put it right next to the high school, maybe something like that. <laughs> well, if you think about it, they have they got all that retirement money. That's and, like putting and, a Planned Parenthood right next to a church. They got all their retirement money, <laughs> and they got all the free time in the world, man. But they didn't have the largest skee ball, uh, <laughs> all right? <laughs> like, if they had the largest you, skee ball line you, in the world. You just have to make your prizes a little bit different. It could be, like, applesauce and yogurt. <laughs> and yogurt uh, Metamucil. It'd be dope. Mm-hmm. It'd be dope. Phone, uh, rotary rotary phones. <laughs> False teeth. Uh, Picture, pictures of grandkids. Insoles. Diabetic socks. <laughs> uh, uh, denture glue. <laughs> <laughs> um so we see that reggie miller's and reggie miller uh lights is shooting basketball shooting shooting hoops at the you know the the arcade basketball thing and all you hear is clank and she's just running up the score and everything like that and he's like woohoo i'm on fire and so they're just no. stroking his ego who's doing that is that is yeah that's the girl the girl mm-hmm. the lady yeah. The new love interest? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so they, yeah, like 20 times. Okay. So they go back to the old folks' home. This is where we meet. Uh, oh, sorry. Well, they basically, you know, and int- he's int- like, introduce the uh, lights onto the team. And he's like, wait a minute. He's blind. He's like, wait, don't worry about it. He's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. This is the whole movie. Yeah. And so then they was like, well, where's Boots? He's like, oh, Boots. Boots. And so they go meet uh, Nate Robinson, who's catatonic. The Alzheimer's didn't set in, and he's just staring out the window. And she was like, "Well, he hasn't talked in years, and he hasn't walked. He hasn't walked in years." But, but, but Uncle Drew is pretty confident and tosses the basketball at him really hard. They, this, <laughs> it's the difference between this movie being fucking hilarious and not fucking and and just okay funny if that shit would have hit him in his fucking face. 
I'm like, maybe it should have hit him in the face because it's got to get a little more ridiculous for me. Yeah, it, like, was, it wasn't that slapstick. I'm like, they could have turned it up a little it, bit. That that one one where I was like, just let it hit him in the face, just let him hit him in the face. And so he catches the ball, and she's like, oh my god, this is a miracle because it really is a fucking miracle that the all timers dimension setting in and like a basketball brought him right out of it. I'm like, can you guys? Back up a little bit. This is also getting a little too, a little too traumatic for me. Um, this know. is the same universe that uh, Fast and the Furious is in, where you can jump one car from the next car, <laughs> where you can stomp on a whole parking garage and break it, or the Rock is shooting <laughs> with a big ass what I, a dirty Harry forty five fifty and, caliber and, and shooting a, grenades. And a fond memory of a sports ball will wake you out of out of dementia, mm-hmm. which is a horrible way to lose a relative. Oh, we haven't got to the fucking fact that he hasn't walked in years. Mm-hmm. I learned about that and um, was that muscle atrophy and Kill Bill, and they glanced over that shit. Oh, they sure did. And they talked about it, but glanced over it shit. Um, so Boots, they basically have have a. This is actually maybe one of my favorite jokes in the movie, is when they have a plan to break break Boots out of his uh, retirement home, mm-hmm. and then he just escapes on his own. Yeah, and so. The granddaughter of Boots is all with it. She's like, well, he can't play. He's on anti-dementia medicines or some shit like that. And so he was like, fuck it, let's go. And so he's in a wheelchair. They was like, he's in a wheelchair. How's he going to play? And Uncle Drew was like, don't worry, this is a movie. <laughs> he says like three times. <laughs> and then they was like, well, we got to go get Big Fella. All right. So then they got to drive. And then we see... Uh, this, I've been waiting for this moment the entire movie. I'm like, mm-hmm. when when are they going to get to the fireworks factory? And they finally do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we meet Big Fella, who's played famously by Shaquille O'Neal, who is now a Sifu, which is probably one of the things he's actually doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. We see uh, Shaq's fantasy of him teaching young young white kids karate. Shaq-Fu is, is, is more than a video game. Oh, yeah. It's anime, actually. It's, also. it's a lifestyle. It's on, uh, it's on Nintendo Switch, and I don't know if I want it. No, thank you. You probably don't. I'm pretty sure they upgraded it, right? Like, they wouldn't just put the same Shaq Fu on I'm, my I mean, Nintendo I mean, yeah, it's a new-ass game and everything, but there's a lot of better games you could buy no, there money on. That's what I really just realized. I'm like... Listen, and Nintendo been putting out the same things for years, and I, I'm okay with that. I'm going to buy Zelda, Smash Brothers, for, Star oh, yeah. Fox for forever. Oh, that's what, again, that's why I bought my thing, because Smash Brothers come out. I already pre-ordered Smash Brothers. And, and Mario Kart, and Mario Party's coming out, too. You uh, you a Zelda guy or no? Uh, I probably need to buy it. I'm not a Zelda person at all. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I've ever played a Zelda. But everybody tells me it's good. And I like RPGs now. I think you... Because I like Skyrim. I like Fable. Fable's my shit. Yeah. My favorite RPG. Yeah, Zelda's because mine. Because they be fucking on there. Yeah, Zelda's mine. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, if they drop... Now, Fable needs to drop on Nintendo Switch. Fable 4, that'd be dope. Anyway. I don't know if they're making <laughs> any more Fables, though. Yeah, I think they're. I think they're done. Yeah, but I'll go play Fable 2 right now. Probably going to go play Fable 2 when I get home. Anyway, where are we at? Um, so basically, Boots is on board. And I, I like the fact that Uncle Drew has a toaster oven on his in his ride. Oh, yeah. He lives in his van. And yeah, the back yeah. is called the Boom Boom Room. Uh, the Boom Boom Room, of course, being from old Eddie Murphy movie. Eddie Murphy's the goat. Fuck all y'all. That movie is 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 fantastic. Ray's Boom Boom Room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. What did it do if your son is at home? Mm-hmm. That song had nothing to do with the end of the movie. It was just, a, it was just a popular song at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so Uncle Drew finds uh, Shaquille O'Neal, and he goes in to get him. And he's like, hey, come on, let's join my team. They have bad blood, and they do not hit it off at all. Oh, no, yes, they do. Rick uh, Shaquille O'Neal punches him, knocks him down, and Kyrie says, that's the first three, first three throw you ever made, and ha, 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 ha. Well, comedy. That, well, they didn't. well, that one was a little bit corny. Like some of the sports references jokes were kind of the best parts. Was, well, you know, that was funny. What do you say? That was the best free throw you ever, the first only free throw you ever made. That, yes. that was another time in the movie where like I heard somebody whisper, "It's because he's bad at free throws." <laughs> <laughs> like where were you? It's a basketball movie. Still, it's still a fucking basketball movie. They're like, why is that funny? Like, if anybody <laughs> saw this movie and don't know who Kyrie Irving is, like, why the fuck did you see this movie? They, some, I could tell that somebody took someone else to see it who is really into basketball. Yeah. Only reason why I want to see this is because the old Uncle Drew little commercials and vi- YouTubes were hella fucking funny. So anyway, um, he said, I'll play, but I'm not, I don't forgive you, and I'll just play for the team and everything like that. Uh, Shaq's motivation was, I just want apology. And... That's, Uncle Drew wasn't ready for that. That seems pretty legit. Yeah. 
And so they get in the car and then up, oh, they lose here. But uh, Lights is in the driving seat with his driving gloves. And it was like, um, no, you can't drive. But then Betty Lou shows up. And he essentially has the powers of Daredevil. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. This actually, that's when they show Rail was a great coach because he coached him into driving. He did. Yes. Um, so we have but, blind man driving and but, get away, reverse the whole time. But he says, shut, shut up because I can't hear the streets with all that yawn. <laughs> and they have a wacky, another wacky car chase and they get away from Betty Lou. They said she won't drive on the freeway, which somehow she got to from New York. No, no. From Chocolate City to they looked like they were fucking New Orleans. It took a while. It took a while. It really looked like they were in she, New Orleans. She probably didn't sleep. She's she's really motivated. Because mm-hmm. she took the streets all the way. She wouldn't take the freeway. <laughs> and so they couldn't have been in New Orleans, but they really looked like they were in New Orleans. For some reason, I thought it was really funny that they said she couldn't take the freeway. <laughs> oh, that's some real ass shit. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, that's real old bug. <laughs> <laughs> she would not take the freeway. That's real ass shit. And so they're on their way back, and they stop for gas, and rails out of money, but instead of asking people, he... He puts his team up because I, he was right. They do need a warm-up game. So he puts his team up against the state champion girls team because, you know, girls are weak at sports. He was he was right and wrong because mm-hmm. they get their asses kicked, and they should they do need a warm-up game. Mm-hmm. But it's actually a good, a good lesson here that, hey, you need help. You should actually just speak up. Yeah. And so he loses $100 to the state championship, and they was like, bro, you could just ask for the money. We owe it, but, you know, we got this retirement money, and I used to sell dope because I'm Pee Wee Kirkland. Hey, shout out to having Pee Wee Kirkland in this. A real Rucker legend. He's legend in two games, actually. No? No. no. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. Sean, come down. Sean. Oh, that, that's the signal for the feds. <laughs> no, those are for the uh, for, for the uh, the Indoraptors. Hey, come, here. come here. Come here. It's cool. She's like, it's come the Indoraptors. What's the Coke? <laughs> Dinosaur heroin. I listened to the fucking Jurassic World review twice. That shit's really fucking funny. That's, if you haven't listened, please go listen to that's, it. That's one of my favorite episodes. We had a good time during that episode. I'm going to pause it real quick. At this point in the movie, the team finally arrives at the Rucker. It's at night and no one's there, so they can kind of have some personal time to themselves. Mm-hmm. And then Drew brings out his magical bag. Magical. And magical bag. Very magical, because this is the only way this could possibly work. Yeah. Um, and so he gives everybody on the team a gift. First, he gives, uh, I think, lights. <laughs> He's like, hey, you know what? I think you might need some. Pre- no, okay, no. First, I think it's Chris <laughs> Weber, and he was like, well... This is the cross you gave me when we was kids, and you know what? I you said it always helped me with the way. He puts it on him, and then Chris Webber starts dribbling, and, and he gets he gets low his, post. He gets his faith back in the Lord, yes, and, and the ability to low post. You're right. Yeah. Uh, he gives lights the the prescription prescription it's like, sh- shooting goggles. It's like know. while you're sleeping, uh, we went to the optometrist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got some prescription <laughs> uh, goggles for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I brought these from Horace Grant, actually. Yes. And he was like, I know you never like these, but nigga, you're blind. And so he puts them on and he was like, oh, shit, I really was fucking blind. And that's not how you cure uh, fucking legal blindness with glasses. I'm like, oh, you mean you just needed you just needed glasses the whole time? Yeah. Okay. So that's he's really just talking about how black men are too stubborn to go to the doctor. And yeah, we really need to take better care of ourselves. Yeah, they, they really do, man. Also, I looked up the Horace Grant because he wore glasses and I had to wear those, too. Oh, yeah. that yeah. That's what you had to wear. Quinn didn't want to wear. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to, man. Like nigga, you, you can't see. <laughs> you have corrector's lenses for like I don't know what you're relying on, but nigga, you have corrector's lenses. Like motherfucker, that fucks off your balance too when you can't see straight. Just get some goddamn corrective lenses. You're not supposed to wear your fucking two hundred dollar glasses on the basketball court. Get you some fucking hundred dollar fucking sports goggles and shit like that. Who cares as long as you're balling? Anyway, niggas pride and shit like that. Hold on, goofy. <laughs> You know, looking goofy is running into a fucking wall. <laughs> hey, man, it's hard out here, man. Teen, teens can be ruthless. <laughs> um, so that's everybody except for big, no, no, for, no, big, no, for big, no. big fella. No, you. No, oh wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, the most magical part of the whole Bo- movie. Boots gets his his old sneakers back. Well, Boots nickname but, he got from Boot. He he got the nickname Boots is because he used to wear an old pair out worn out pair of the shoes, and he called them his work boots, and he puts them on every every time he goes to play basketball. And apparently, he left these shoes in the van since 1968. Mm-hmm. They look fantastic, by the way. Yeah, oh, they called them worn out. Yeah. Like, 
I mean, they were discolored. They were, you know, when you get the white chucks and you just get that that tan color to them. That's yeah. what they look like. Like when a, a Nintendo gets old and it turns yellow. Mm-hmm. And so he gives Boots his boots and he starts walking again, which he hasn't walked in two, three years. Muscle atrophy is a real thing. Look it up. If you but, don't use your muscle. They, all right, never mind. And no, as you said earlier, there they should have been either like a light shining down from the heavens. Uh, or just the you know the magical sound you know you know oh it's magic in there maybe his shoes glow mm-hmm. but he immediately they help him up and he he, he posts up yeah he, he just takes it to the paint right away and he's and, fine he's fine and then dunks the next day yeah he does <laughs> and he tells Shaq uh, last but not least you didn't speak I forgot you he's like he gives him the head of a trophy he's like this is the first two on two tournament we won together Shaq's like oh throws on the ground and stops it. He was like, that's not an apology. And he, all he wanted was a fucking apology. That's all he wanted. I feel like that's not a lot to ask for. Mm-mm. Especially after 40 years. Even if you don't mean it. That's too much pride. That's way too much pride. And so, Shaq is, even though he's mad, he's still going to play in the game one. <laughs> uh, so they do play in the game one, except Shaq won't let him get past him on the court because he's not emotionally ready to, to get past what happened betwixt them. Mm-hmm. Again, black man. Just say you're sorry. Use your best friends. You let Dick get in the way of shit. Lil Rail calls a timeout. And actually, you know what? He was coaching. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. <laughs> and he was like, look here. Whatever it is, y'all can handle this shit. We'll handle this shit immediately after the game. But we have to get to after the game first. And so they play better. And then they beat a team. Remember, these are all 67-year-old motherfucking niggas out there beating a bunch of young people. <laughs> and so they beat the team soundly. And then... uh. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So during the game, he was like, oh, you didn't even remember her name. Cause, okay, so Drew slept with somebody that neither of them was dating before the the game, uh, the Rucker, that they were going to win easily. But uh, Shaq got butthurt, tank tickled about it. And so they've been holding on to this for 40 years. And then Drew was like, you don't even remember her name. And then he knocks him over and says, I married her. Dun, dun, dun. Which I feel like is something they should have talked about. Cause you're something right. he would have known, actually. Yeah, he should have known. But if that w- wasn't... There was no like official ties, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, they should have just talked about it. Mm-hmm. He knew he liked her and he slept with her. And but the liked tw- her and everything like the that. The twist is that he had feelings for her, too. and that they Oh, we her. haven't got there yet. Calm down. And so then we, the next day, Shaq is visiting her grave because I guess she died in Harlem also. Yeah, for for plot purposes, of course. Yes, and so he visited her grave, and then Drew walks up to her, and he's like, oh, man, I don't know you married her. And he's like, why would you do it? You know I loved her. He's like, yeah, but I loved her too. Dun, dun, dun. I'm sorry. Okay, everything's immediately forgiven. It should have been. First of all, Shaq wouldn't hold on to the grudge. He was holding on to the grudge that he wouldn't apologize he's for. Like, he's like, nigga, that's all I needed to hear. You could have told me this 45 minutes ago. Nigga, I had that same problem. But in fact, I, the thing about me, I wouldn't. I would have got over it. I just wouldn't have been fucked with you no more. That's the thing. Nigga, your pride is bigger than us? Fine, your pride can be bigger than us. My pettiness, it's not. All right, my pettiness is bigger than all things. Um... So they get on the thing, and he was like, look here, bro. Just let me feed. Just also, I'm 7'8". <laughs> so you can, and I'm like still, I'm 400 pounds of man. So you can give me the ball on a low post. We're playing against some a bunch of really, really good amateurs. <laughs> some of these niggas play balls overseas, all right? So we'll, we'll be okay. I'll, I'll just post up. It's going to be fine. I Every, get rebounds, and I can throw outlet passes. Uh, everything seems seemingly fine and great until the next day when Uncle Drew finds out about the prize money, and he's like, Whoa, 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 whoa. no, we're not there yet. And so, oh, we forgot one part, uh, because of the other side of the story. Uh, Lil Rail, before they get to the Rucker, Lil Rail goes to get the uh, the jerseys he had made, and he finds out that Mookie, Nick Kroll character, is now the new boyfriend, and they've been fucking. Mm-hmm. And so they just, I just did that in the movie, but we need to get jerseys. Anyway, I forgot. There's two sides of the story. This man loves life. Anyway. <laughs> which, which, I mean, it was, nece- it was necessary. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, Drew finds out about the prize money and he's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I thought we were just playing for the pride of the game. Mm-hmm. And which he explains that, you know, he does love the game, but they never actually discuss what would happen with the prize money. Yeah. Now that's the part. Which is kind of the part, the important part. Um, it was $100,000 in line. He was like, look here, basketball never loved me. 
but I do love basketball. Shut up. It's a real thing. And so they got over it. And again, a lot of these arguments never really amount to anything, but shut up. All right. <laughs> so basically, he tells him the truth, the truth, and he's like, basketball hurt me. Uh, it touched me here yeah. and here. <laughs> and, then, and then it called me ugly and dirty. He's like, finally, he told me the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go to the club. Oh, yeah. That's what you do. Um, this movie is going to be fantastic on a TNT afternoon. <laughs> and then they have a dance off with. Um, there didn't need to be a club scene. <laughs> I'm like, all right, movie. <laughs> all right. Shaq does a big ass uh, windmill, and I wonder if that was Shaq. I think I'm pretty sure it was Shaq. <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm like almost 100 percent sure. Again, if Shaq. Shaq is a media darling. I understand why everybody loves Shaq. I just need you to not say, pull your pants up, and maybe you guys, and all lives matter. And probably not appear on Fox News anymore. And yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to love Shaq. One of my favorite players of all time, all right? It's just, come on, dude. Like, we, we all weren't raised in military households and been 812 since we were five. So maybe your life was a little bit more privileged than ours. Maybe. Um, so anyway, at the, at the game the next day, after the after the dance-off, mm-hmm. I think the dance-off and the windmill is too much for Shaq mm-hmm. because he goes down in the game. Yeah, he has a heart attack in the game because, you know, niggas is old, and he was balling. Mm-hmm, he sure was. And so uh, he's in the hospital. He's nothing fine. It was a mild heart attack, I guess, but, you know, can't play the next day. Let's <laughs> 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 see. Uh, you're you're 80 years old and you're not medically cleared to play this ba- this basketball tournament. <laughs> so uh, Uncle Drew looks at uh, Lil Rail is like, "You could play, young fella," and he's like, "I'll never play basketball again." <laughs> I wake up sometimes thinking basketball is in my room. It's gonna take advantage of me. I could do that one time. Anyway, so of course, uh, Chris Chris Weber preach married a how tall is she? Six foot five, six foot six. Mm-hmm. Uh, power forward by the name of Lisa Leslie, Betty Lou. And so she's playing for her. I mean, you know, they're balling. Everything's good. Again, these are old people beating on young, tall people. Well, I guess if we believe that they're old professionals, I'll believe it, I guess. They're not even old professionals. None of them niggas went pro. I'm going to say they're all old professionals. None of the niggas went pro. None of them played overseas. Not in, you know, not in canon, but, you know, in, I real, guess in, they real, just, in real life. I guess they just teamwork beat everything. Yep, they will. Um, but then, but then, uh, what's his name? Lights shoot. Lights? No, 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 we're not there yet. So, uh, are we in the championship game? Um, Let's just say we're in the championship game. That's fine with me. <laughs> so we're in the championship game. Oh, and L- Lil Rail was in the club, and he didn't take his shot of kissing Boots' granddaughter in front of everybody, and they made fun of him. <clears throat> so it's a championship game. Everything going good. The team starts off uh, slow. And then, you know, magic happens, and then it's a good game. But Aaron Gordon's beating their ass up. Reggie Miller goes up and Zaza Pachulia's him. <laughs> nice reference. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, so he, he goes down, and they're a player down. And well, Aaron uh, and Gordon gets a concussion, and he twisted it, his knee. And and it looks like Lil Rail's up again. He's like, man, what the fuck are we going to do? And Uncle Drew was like, look here, young blood. We know basketball may have touched you in your private parts, but you gotta you can't let basketball be – Rule your life forever. So play basketball. He's touch basketball's balls. Touch, touch it back. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Buster Rhyme song. Um, so then he, he plays. And he um, you know he gets the opportunity. He has the ball. Has the timeout. No. But as soon as he puts on his jersey, Nick Crow's like, ha-ha! I know you have PTSD about basketball, so I'm going to put your PTSD in. So, yeah. Uh, it's like one more second left in the game, and... They're getting close. They're down by two. And he doesn't take the shot. He calls a timeout. And he was like, all right, we're going to run a play. And then this play, play. And they was like, no, we're not going to run any play. It's either you're going to take this three-point shot that you haven't shot in 15 years. <laughs> or we're just going to lose. Yes, your plan works. Because we're balling on all these motherfuckers. But we need you to get over your fear of basketball. Which isn't how team sports work at all. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but, it's a Disney movie, goddammit. But... But uh, Little Real takes a shot, and it, it works fantastically. Yeah, and then his parents come back. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like Ghost Dad. They come yeah, back. They his come his back. dog come back, and then there's like a um, uh, a force ghost scene <laughs> where everybody's like looking. I'm like, yeah, you did it, son. Uh-huh. Like in the, from the ancestral plane, there's a bunch of panthers. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they was like, 
she, he was like, but I never had a family. He's like, you have a family now. And, Old people. And Vin, and Vin Diesel's there and he has a Corona. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice pool. Nice pool. Nice pool. Um, and you know. And he's a superstar. He's on Sports Center and shit. Boys to uh, Men singing in the background. <laughs> Motown Philly's like back again. No, it was like, come to the end of the row. Or, Mama, you know. <laughs> Nothing to do with this movie. <laughs> it's like food to my soul. Nothing. <laughs> and so, yeah, everything's good. And again, uh, they win the Rucker. Oh, and then he pays Shaq's uh, bill. So that was also about healthcare that he had to spend a hundred thousand dollars in healthcare. <laughs> was that all the fucking money? Goddamn. <laughs> oh, probably. Probably. Yeah. Probably because they might have to go surgery. Yeah, probably. But, <laughs> but he, um, I don't know. I figure if he, if he has like a karate studio, he's making some good money. Those those geese are like $150, man. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why he doesn't have AARP. Nigga. I mean, like, nigga, that shit's cheap for old people. Shit. Hey, hey, was there um after credits aside from like Tiffany Haddish stuff? Because I left. Oh, uh, they were just bloopers. Okay. Was, the bloopers were fun. Uh, no, you yeah, know, again, it was a movie that didn't, didn't promise me a sequel. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like I just want to see one movie and be done. No, it was actually it was it was. It's o- like the anime that wraps up in thirteen episodes. Yeah, it was it was a movie, and I'll give it that. Yeah, um, yeah. And it teach you, you know, it's the moral of the story is, you know what, all dogs do go to heaven. They really do, except um, for the bad ones, and they go to hell. And it's okay for a movie to be a movie. Hmm. I wish uh, I wish I wish it all the best because I like Little Real. Exactly, but you some reason can't stand that crow. I mean, it was fun. It was just a goofy ass movie, and I, sometimes I wanted to just see a goofy ass movie. I can't. Oh, I, I don't. I don't like when I see gum in people's mouths. Well, I don't, I, I don't like know. I know. I know. I'm supposed to hate him in this movie, but I really did. Who? Nick Roll. Oh, um, he just you know. He's he played his role well. Yeah, he was a clean cut white dude from the hood. Did you see that uh, that trailer for White Boy Ricky? No. It's a Matthew McConaughey Detroit movie where. A white kid gets in with the black crowd selling drugs, and you know they treat him great, but you know he turns informant and fucks up the hood. I'm kind of mad already. Oh yeah, I, I saw the trailer. I was like, oh y'all gonna make this movie? All right, whatever. About a snitch. Fuck that movie. Um, <laughs> um, you got anything else to say about this film before we wrap up? I liked it. You're too hard on it. Did you eat? Uh, I had some non-fat yogurt, yeah, some pumpkin flakes. Yeah. I didn't have any coffee yet. Yeah. It's just a movie, bro. <laughs> it's just a stupid movie, and I liked it. It was just we don't get again. We don't get uh sports star movies anymore. No, that's why. That's actually why I wanted to do well because I kind of want a resurgence amongst like goofy sports-driven comedies, and not even goofy like, sports-driven like blue chips. Like, I we have to like, watch blue chips g- again. Give me a blue chips. Give me an unnecessary, unnecessary roughness. Give yeah. me uh major leagues again. Fine, we can do those again. Give me another Mighty Ducks. Whatever the fuck ever, you know. Oh, I already got you the Mighty Ducks. It's, it's my Keanu, my Keanu movie. That's what it's gonna be called, the okay. Mighty Kicks or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait it can have Emilio Estevez in it because he's the good one yeah 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 that'll work I haven't seen him in a while too alright for sure uh, you said wrap it up uh, never wrap it up shout out to Kamala Harris Rick Flair the Four Horsemen Colin Kaepernick and Shannon Sharp woo uh, musical guest this week is Nightwing I'm gonna put our cash app link in the episode description mm-hmm. you can donate us money to the show for providing you free entertainment for years and years Yes, years and years. I mean, we dropped 100 episodes last week, last year. Yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. Um, so if you want to leave us a review or uh, go ahead and put five bucks in our hat, we would greatly appreciate it. And we'll give you receipts. Oh, definitely. It can be like a tax write-off. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we, we, gave to, we gave money to these entertaining Negroes. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're both inner-city <laughs> inner youths. We're definitely inner-city youth. And if, and if I didn't do this podcast, I'd be selling crack. I still might. Oh. My, my, my basketball team win goes to the championship. <laughs> this, this is going to help buy some kids some jerseys one day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I got to buy my own kids jerseys. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, podcasting gets expensive sometimes. And we got to travel the country and shit. <laughs> See, that's, that's not the part you mentioned. All right? No, no. We get to go on fun uh, nerd vacations. <laughs> You're funding our nerd vacations. Um, but anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Really appreciate it. Two up, two down. 
Hello, Mayor Cody Travers. <laughs> Mayor Cody, pleased to make your acquaintance. Now look, I told you, I don't need anything from you. Oh, this you'll want to see. Turn on your TV. Turn to a convict, all because street fighting was a constant. You saying you were better than me? That's nonsense. Doing anything to win, I was a monster. Yeah, but now I am the mayor. If you hunger for a fight, these hands are half catered. Trust me, this isn't major for me to beat down a hater. If anyone asks, this is free labor. Yeah, I don't like the way you're acting. I'll attack you as I reform these taxes. I'm just asking, you should reform your actions. Cause I'm a veteran, I see through your tactics. Yeah, okay. I think Mike would be proud I think he would give his blessings for a date in the shower But I'm itching for a fight, yeah, it's been a while Throw a damn hurricane just so I can go wild, yeah Got a blade for the side on, that's a fly from Give me something to slice on, yeah You ain't messing with me, I make you rest in peace While protecting the beast, but you pick the fight with me Don't you know I'm beast? Don't you know what died and I did in the streets? Don't you know Mad Gang got shut down cause of me? Don't you know I'm the one you can never beat, yeah Step off of the block and get hit with this pipe or assortment of rocks, yeah. I got nothing to gain, but I'll throw this hurricane as I bring you the pain in lane. Punishment by fist. Not a bad policy, ain't it?